finally the hockey season and it is our first uh, pre pre regular season power rankings of the season i guess uh we're gonna get into it we're gonna see some surprises uh, and we're gonna talk a little bit about who we think is gonna have the biggest change in power rankings as we kind of continue into the season that's all kind of on today's locked on nhl you're locked on nhl your daily podcast on the national hockey league part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Locked On NHL podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am uh, one half of this Thursday show. I'm Jay Foster, host of Locked On Blue Jackets. That's Hunter Hodes, host of Locked On Penguins. And uh, we're going to talk about some power rankings today. Before we do that, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every single day. Locked On NHL is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube and we are on SiriusXM. I also have to let you know this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. And right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So let's uh, let's just jump right into it, Hunter. Um, Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes at the very top of the list, San Jose Sharks at the very bottom, and then everyone else is in between that. Who jumps out at you as a team that is maybe too high, too low, or um, you think is probably going to change almost immediately as soon as they start playing games? See, that's a really good question. The one that really jumps out at me, I think, Jay, Tampa Bay, they looked really good. On Tuesday, they beat the doors all the Predators, and I do think the Predators are probably going to slide down a little bit too. I'm not really high on them this year, but the Lightning, even though they don't have Andre Vasilevsky, they are still pretty formidable. You saw that on Tuesday. Their strategy of not allowing anyone to shoot on Jonas Johansson, it it worked <laughs> to a degree, and he actually played a pretty solid game. And they're kind of fine-tuning their game to him because you know you can't play the same way in front of him like you would in Andre Vasilevsky. I think the Lightning are going to go into the top 10 next week and probably are going to be there for most of the season. I'm still decently high on Lightning. That's really the one that jumps out at me. I also think the Golden Knights, even though they're at number six, they're probably going to rise. I don't I I would still have them as a top five team entering the season. They just won the Stanley Cup last year. Having them at number six, I kind of feel like is a little disrespectful to them considering what they just did. And they also just beat the doors off the Kraken on Tuesday night. Also, the Panthers, I think having them at 14, that's interesting to me considering that they just went to the final. Now, I do understand no Montour, no Ekblad for the next couple months. Those are two massive losses. If they get some wins to start the season, they're going to go right into the top 10, though. I could also see them going down if they struggle without their top two uh, defensemen who also bring quite a bit of offense. So those are the, really the ones that jump out at me right now. Well, just because I do the Locked On Penguins podcast with my co-host, the Penguins did lose the Blackhawks in Tuesday night. If those struggles continue, I can see them jumping out of the top 10 as well. Yeah, that was the one that really stood out to me was um, the Penguins at nine, not necessarily because of the loss um, on Tuesday night, but just looking at like the teams that were ranked below them. Mm. Uh, so, but like I said, the Lightning, uh, the Kings, yeah. the Panthers, I would probably put all of those teams 
above the penguins. That's fair. Um, one that jumps out to me is the Canucks at 19 is uh, fascinating because the Canucks do not seem like a middle of the pack team to me. And maybe that's because they play on the West Coast and I don't pay a ton of attention to them. But as far as I understand it, they are a disaster basically always. So it's very interesting to me that they have kind of landed here above, you know, teams like the Senators, which are on the up. Um, teams like the Islanders, which somehow are always going to be in the mix. Um, the other one that surprised me, the Coyotes at 25 is interesting. The Coyotes are above the Blues and the Blackhawks in their division. Uh, which I thought was really interesting because I don't know that I've seen anything from the Coyotes to suggest that they are going to be one of those teams. Uh, but that I think is something that probably will change. Um, I wonder how much of this ranking is like based on who had good preseasons and who had bad preseasons. Right. Um, but for the most part, I feel pretty okay about this ranking uh i might flip the dallas stars and the edmonton oilers who are in um fourth and third respectively um i'm really high on the stars i think they might be my pick to to win the west they might be my pick to win the cup i've been saying that all off season um and obviously it's tough to know until they kind of get into the regular season proper but that's i think the dallas stars are probably gonna take a little a, a little trip up the rankings um and i think that's that's all in terms of like surprises. Um, I will say Carolina at number one is a little weird to me. I mean, I do like Carolina heading into this year. Their defense is stacked. They have good forward depth, but I kind of compare the Hurricanes to the Milwaukee Brewers of the major, of Major League Baseball. They got to get it done. Like it's time for them to finally take this next step, get to a final. They they, they keep coming up short in the playoffs, and I know this is the start of the regular season. It's not the playoffs. I know people don't come at me, but I think them as the number one team heading into the year, I don't know. I move them down a little bit. They're still a top five team in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, but But I think okay. So if the Hurricanes aren't number one, who do you put at number one? Me, I put Dallas at number one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they're my also my cup winner. I'd move Vegas up to at least number two or number three. They won the Stanley Cup. This past season, they're still really good. I mean, they, they blew the doors off the Kraken on opening night on Tuesday. And they're in a really good spot, I think, to repeat this year. I would move Vegas up as well as Dallas, and I would maybe move Carolina down below those two teams. That's I, – I get that. I think I'd probably still have the Hurricanes over the Golden Knights, but <laughs> I definitely agree. The Stars should be higher. I think the Avalanche are probably going to be in the mix. Yes. Um the Oilers are just a team that makes no sense ever. Um, in a minute, we're going to have a closer look at that top five and look at maybe some candidates that are going to drop out of the top five, some candidates that could jump up into the top five in a little bit more detail. That's coming up next on Locked On NHL. First of all, I've got to tell you guys about Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here. Uh, I'm so excited. I love hockey. I know Hunter loves hockey. And uh, that's why I want to tell you guys about the Sleeper app. Sleeper is the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. And it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. Super easy. The NHL has never been more exciting than it is right now with guys like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, McCarr. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, like there's a lot, there's a bunch of super exciting 
players right now. And uh, you have all you have to do is pick more or less on stats. Like so, for example, you're gonna have to guess: Will McDavid get more or less than two goals in his uh, season debut? And if you pick right, you're gonna win a hundred times your money. That's right, one hundred times your money. Start paying attention, get your picks right, and you could win big at Sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, all one word. You're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That is LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Hunter, let's talk about that top five, because I think it's probably just about right. So we've got uh, from first to fifth. Hurricanes, Avalanche, Oilers, Stars, Devils. That feels about right to me. Um, I think the Oilers are a big candidate to drop. Um, if they don't get the kind of goaltending that they got from Stuart Skinner last season, I think that could get a bit a bit dicey. Obviously, McDavid and Dreisaitl are going to be monsters. Um, but the Oilers have, have always needed a goalie. And if Stuart, if they think Stuart Skinner's the guy and he isn't, that could cause problems. Um, the Devils, I think, are the team that probably has the most to prove in this group. Obviously, they had a great regular season uh, last season, beat the brakes off the Rangers in the playoffs, and then ran into a very good Carolina team. But is is all that a fluke, or is this the team? Is this the team that we're going to see with the Devils? Um, and so, like, they're kind of my two candidates for who's going to drop out of the out of the top five kind of over the next couple of weeks. And then I think um, the Maple Leafs probably have a chance to jump up into that top five. Again, I could see Tampa Bay. Um, I was, I watched that Tampa Bay game uh, versus the Predators. I was not expecting them to be as dominant as they were. I thought the goalie situation was going to be a lot worse than it was. Um, and obviously that could still happen. You know, sometimes guys have one good game, but the Lightning are looking like they heard me talking smack about them uh, when I said that they were starting to look washed. So that's kind of my candidates for jumping into the top five. Uh, how about you? Jumping into the top five, I would definitely agree with you about the Maple Leafs. I think they have, they're, they're obviously one of the top Stanley Cup contenders heading into the year if they get off to a good start. I definitely think they can up, get up there. I already kind of said Vegas. That's kind of an easy one. They played really well on Tuesday night. They continue to play well. They should get into the top five. Heck, I mean, in my opinion, they should be in the top five right now, but that's a different story for another day. I also do think the Rangers have a chance to go up there. You know, they're an intriguing team heading into the year. I'm not going to say they're a boomer bust candidate this year, but if they can get insanely good goaltending from Shesterkin, and, you know, even if he's at 925, that's still really good. But if they can get 930, 935, they're going to be a really tough out, especially with the talent they have in their top six and Adam Fox on the back end. I can see them getting in there. Tampa Bay, we agreed with that already. In terms of dropping out, it, it, it's a tough call. Maybe Edmonton, but I'm actually really high on the Oilers heading into this year. I like their depth up front. Obviously, they have the two of the five best players on the planet. They have they have the best player on the planet in Connor McDavid. Defensively, they're still fine. Stuart Skinner is the X factor. If he can play as well as he did last year, this is a Stanley Cup contender this year. And I know some people are picking them to win it. And we'll see. I mean, I'm curious to see how they do. If they get off to a bad start, could see them dropping off as well. Looking around the rest of this, maybe Boston, but I'm still not sold on their center depth. But 
they can prove me wrong. Allmark gives them good goaltending. Pasternak and Marshan get off to a good start. I could see them also jumping into the top five. But in terms of coming out, yeah, maybe the Oilers, the Avalanche potentially as well, if they get off to a bad start without Gabriel Landeskog or if they have some injuries pop up like what happened last year. But that's what I'm really thinking about right now. I don't really see it happening with Carolina. I think they're going to go off to a really good start. They're a very, and I mean a very good regular season team. Same with Dallas. New Jersey should be very good again this year. I see them getting off to a good start as well. So th- those are, I guess, the teams that I can see coming out and then the other teams coming in. Yeah, Colorado is a really interesting one, I think, um, just because we're not sure what they're going to look like yet. Obviously, Landeskog done for the season already um, might not ever come back. Obviously, that's not what they're hoping. Um, they missed a bunch of guys last season for the big chugs of the season. Um, goaltending, uh, I don't know off the top of my head who their goaltender is right now, which is... Colorado's? It's, um, it should be Georgiev, right? Oh, yes, you're correct. Yeah, Yeah, Alexander Georgiev. Uh, uh, Pavel Francouz is, um, out indefinitely, I believe, so... That could be a problem if they start having to rely on their goaltending depth, but the Avalanche are a team that's not built to need goaltending, you know? Um, the Rangers are also a really interesting one, I think. They're a team, I feel like I say this every time they come up, I wouldn't be surprised if they finished top two in the division, and I wouldn't be surprised if they missed the playoffs, and there's just no way to know which Rangers team you're going to get until the night, you know? They are right. maybe the weirdest team in the Metro division, Um they're just gonna if, if Shesterkin goes God mode, then they are fine. If he's ordinary, they might struggle a little bit, but I agree. Their top six is good. Um, their depth, I think, is improved on last year. And Adam Fox is probably one of the best defensemen in the game right now. Um I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, there are a lot of good teams in this league, which sounds like a really stupid <laughs> thing to say, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, there's like seven or eight teams that I could talk myself into being in the top five here. Right. Maybe more, you know, like um the Kraken, I think were disappointing against the Golden Knights um on Tuesday. Uh obviously we are just for for clar- for clarification's sake, we are recording this before the Wednesday night games start. So we haven't we've really only seen the Kraken the Knights, um, the Penguins, the Blackhawks, the Predators, and the Lightning in game action right now. So all of this could change depending on how tonight goes for a lot of teams. But I want to talk a little bit about the bottom of the power rankings now. And again, we'll kind of go through the same thing. Who do we think is going to drop into the bottom five? Who do we think is going to lift themselves out of the bottom five? Uh, and I think we'll uh, we'll play a little bit of a game after that because who doesn't love games? Uh, that's all coming up in just a second here on Locked on NHL. First, though, I've got to tell you guys about FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers are going to get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. All you have to do is place a $5 bet. Whether you win or lose that $5 bet, you are going to win $200 in bonus bets. And you can use those bonus bets on things like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. You don't have to wait for your deposit. You get paid 
instantly. And it's not just football. They've got baseball playoffs. They've got the NBA, which is back soon. They've got NHL stats. If you want to put some money on the Stars winning the Cup, uh, and that's our official position here on the Thursday edition of Locked On NHL, you can do that all at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Kick off the NFL season and uh, make a little bit of money while you're at it. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and also us, the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, Hunter, we are talking about power rankings. We're talking about surprises. We're talking about who's going to be uh, a disappointment this season. So the bottom five teams in the power rankings as of right now, uh, the Blackhawks at 28, and then you've got the Ducks, the Flyers, the Canadians, and the Sharks. That feels about right to me. It does. Yes. Um, I could, you know, you could quibble that the Flyers might be better than the Ducks. Um, I, I don't think anyone's going to be worse than the Sharks this season. Um, I think the Ducks are going to be pretty poor. The Blackhawks could be interesting. I don't know how how they're going to shake out just yet. Obviously, they looked surprisingly good against Pittsburgh. On Tuesday night, um, we don't know, obviously, how they did against Boston last night because the game hasn't happened yet when we're recording this. Um, can Connor Bedard carry this team out of the bottom five? You know, yes, he only had a secondary assist in uh, Tuesday's game, but he led every uh, Blackhawks player in time on ice and expected goals for percentage um, as a as a baby, as a child. So as he starts to get more and more used to the NHL, I think... There's going to be, I feel like there's going to be a lot of games that the Blackhawks win just because Connor Bedard decides that they're winning these games. So they might be my candidate to like jump out of the top five. Um, looking at teams that could slide, uh, I think the Coyotes are an option. I think the Blues are an option. Um, I think the Capitals also an option. I am, I am not a believer in the Capitals this season. Um, I think age is finally starting to catch up to them. I think they've got a question mark in goal. And it feels a lot like they're just kind of phoning it in to get Ovi's record. So we'll see. We'll see how the Capitals do this season. Um, but what about what about you? How do you feel about this top five? Is there anyone you would take out? Is there anyone you would put in? Um, what's your thoughts? I think yeah, the bottom five is totally fair. I mean, the Blackhawks. The, I agree. I think they could get out of the bottom five if Connor Bedard has a really good year, and and, and I do expect him to be good. I think he's going to be. Good for at least 70, 80 points this year, potentially 90 plus. Maybe heck, maybe he even gets to 100. He had his first point against the Penguins on Tuesday night. He was a, a big threat. Every time he stepped onto the ice, it felt like he was going to score. His shot is beautiful. It, it really fools goaltenders. I think Tristan Jari, he, he was playing a very strong game. I think a couple of shots fooled him to the point where he may have been a bit lucky to make a couple of those saves. He's going to be very good. I could see them maybe being... Not a bottom five team, but just a bottom 10 team. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to catapult them into, like, the playoffs. No. I could see them finishing, like, 24th or 25th in the league this season. That's fair. Yeah. I I could also see the Coyotes falling down, especially if, you know, they're they're fascinating. Clayton Keller is going to be very good. I want to see how Logan Cooley does. I think he's going to be a big candidate for the Calder Trophy along with Bedard. If both of them are able to perform very well this year, I could see them maybe even pushing for a playoff spot, but if they don't live up to expectations, I could see them falling in the top five, bottom five. Excuse me. I'm also not a believer in Nashville. I'm sorry. I, I I think an outside shot that they finish in the bottom five, but I also don't know if UC Soros will allow that, considering how good he is. 
that's Yuki still Taro, someone needs to help that man. Um, yes. <laughs> I thought he had a really great game on Tuesday, and everyone else around him was just clown shoes. Um, he might even be here by the end of the season as well. They might, you know, he might be a trade deadline acquisition for a team that needs a goalie. Um, so that'll be an interesting thing to watch because without, like, they still have pieces without Saros. Yeah. Roman Yossi is still a very good defenseman. I think Philip Forsberg still kind of puts fear into the heart of many goalies around this league. Yes. Um, I like I like the Ryan O'Reilly signing a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge believer in Nashville. I am a fairly big believer in UC Saros. So I think that will probably keep them out of the top five but I don't think they're going to be a playoff team out of the bottom five, excuse me. But I don't think they'll be a playoff team either. I think they're going to kind of be on the bubble. They're, they're kind of in that worst spot, the worst spot, excuse me. Like there's the middling team. You don't know if they're contending or you don't know if they're rebuilding. And that's the worst spot you can be as a professional sports organization. So, again, outside shot, they're in the bottom five, but I had to throw them out there. Also the St. Louis blues. I'm not really high on them this year. I don't really understood what their plan was during the offseason. Okay, you got Kevin Hayes, but what what else did you really do? I mean, Jordan Bennington, I don't think is the answer in net. I like Jordan Cairo. I like Robert Thomas. I just don't think Pavel Buchnevich too. I just don't think they have the pieces to really contend or make the playoffs. I'm sour on them. That's for sure. I think I could definitely see a world where they are in the bottom five at some point this season. Washington. See, I think Alex Ovechkin alone will keep them from being in the bottom five. Yeah. I'm not high on the Capitals this year either, but I don't think they're going to be a bottom five team, in my opinion. Looking at the rest, I mean, if things go really bad for the Blue Jackets, Jay, I can see them obviously being down there. Say if Merzlikens doesn't play the way he's played in the past, if Zach Rensky gets hurt again or something like that, I can see them being a bottom five team again, though I expect them to at least be a bit better than where they were last year because the last season for them was such a disaster, but those are the teams I'm looking at that could slide in the bottom five, but overall I'm pretty okay with this list right now. The sharks are going to be awful. They're going to be tanking the Canadians. They were really bad last year, but they probably going to need more pain this year. It's they're just really rebuilding right now. And then the flyers, obviously they're not going to be good either. And then same with the ducks. They made a lot of moves this off season but I don't think they're anywhere closer to getting into a playoff spot. I think they're going to be in the bottom five most of the season. Yeah, I agree with basically all of that. I think the Sharks, it's going to be a real tough season. Um, I'm super excited to go to the home opener for the Sharks um, tonight and watch them get just laughed out of the building by Vegas. But um, <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap things up with um, something that I want to kind of bring into the power rankings kind of semi-regularly if we can. Next time we do this, Obviously, there's going to be some changes. Who do you think is going to have the biggest change in the next power ranking? So who do you think is going to jump up the highest or fall down the lowest? Ooh, that's a good question. Right now, jump up the highest. I'm going to go Tampa Bay jumps up the highest. I think they're going to continue to play really well. If they can continue to get at least average goaltending from Johansson, for as long as Vasilevsky's out, they're going to be a formidable opponent every night. So I have them jumping up the most. Going down the least, this is an interesting one. Wow. Um, I'm going to say, wow. See, th- it's so tough because most of these teams, like while well, I'm recording this, haven't played a game yet. So I'm right, trying to so figure we're out. really just kind of playing guesswork about who's yeah, going to have I'm gonna, the start I'm to the take season, a- but... I'm going to take a wild guess here. The team that goes down the most, 
Winnipeg. I know they just signed Connor Hellebuck and Mark Shifley to those long-term deals. And I don't really know what the plan is in Winnipeg, to be honest. Kevin Chevrolet I don't think knows what his plan is either, considering he's been the GM there since I was in late middle school to early high school, which is crazy. But I don't not I'm not a believer in them this year. I don't have them making the playoffs. They're fascinating. I mean, Ehlers is good, but can he stay healthy? Kyle Connor's awesome, but I don't know. I'm just not a believer in them. I don't like Rick Bonus as a coach. I don't think they're going to get off to that good of a start. Please, if I'm wrong, you can ratio me. You can old takes expose me in the YouTube comments or send me a DM or something like that. But that's my guess. I'm going to go Winnipeg goes down the lowest and then Tampa Bay goes up the highest. Winnipeg was one that I was toying with. Uh, but Winnipeg is one of those teams that I feel like could jump up 10 spots or drop 10 spots based entirely on Connor Hellebuck, if I'm being right. honest. Um, <laughs> but the, the team that I'm picking to kind of have the biggest jump, uh, I'm going to go with the Islanders. I just have a feeling that the bottom is going to fall out of the Islanders' season basically immediately. And I have no real, like, logic for this. I just don't get good feelings. from Like, the, the vibe check for the Islanders feels bad right now. And again, p- please feel free to um, old takes expose me or whatever in the comments if they completely beat the brakes off whoever they play first in the season uh and especially if they beat the brakes off any of the times they play the blue jackets but i am i am a an islanders hater uh because i just... welcome to the resistance yeah <laughs> so like they're my they're my guess i just i don't know and again i could be completely wrong but i just think the bomb's gonna fall out of their season immediately um a team that could jump up um i'm gonna go with the senators the Senators feel like they are very close to figuring things out. Jonas Corposalo could be the guy for them. And if he is, that's that's really, really good news for the Senators. It sounds like they're basically close to Shane Pinto. Um, obviously, losing Josh Norris is for an amount of time is not great, but uh we'll see. We'll see where things go with with that. But I think the Senators might surprise a few people this season so kind of especially if they, again if they have a hot start um tim slutzler is the is just the dude um so they they're uh, one of my like sleeper picks this season so that's uh that's my picks for kind of biggest biggest change um and i think that's kind of all we've got for today uh tomorrow gil and rachel will be back uh talking about the biggest stories around the league and uh thanks for listening thanks for making us your first listen every day lockstar nhl is free and available on all podcast platforms we're over on youtube we are on sirius xm uh, you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r you can find hunter over at hunter hodies h-o-d-i-e-s and uh go listen to locks on blue jackets go listen to locks on penguins we have fun over there with those shows and uh we will see you all next Thursday, but until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.